Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. Now is the time. Forever? Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. The secret staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney. Ha! What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. That is Jen. Hello. And I am Frank. It's another week here in April. It's still April, isn't it? What month is? I have no idea what month it is. The year is going so fast. I don't understand. It's uh, all the months so far. Neither one of us have been in Disney. Well, I have. Well, technically. Yeah, what's, first of all, how dare you? I was going to say I have not been in Disney in 2019. I wasn't, I wasn't in a park. I was on the property. Sorry, I didn't want to like just depress you, you right out of the gate. You didn't. I think you did. But let's. I think that was uh, your intention. <laughs> just, to, just, to, just to set you in a mood for the rest mm-hmm. of this episode. Great. Because I all weekend have been wondering if. This summer, or at some point when... I hope it's not the summer for your case. (laughs) (laughs) That would be rough. Whether, one, uh, I will be wearing cargo shorts. Oh, yeah. The topic of last week's episode of cargo shorts. Yeah. It's taken on such a life. It really has. It has matured into this teenage, awkward teenager. Yeah. Now that we have before us, people are still confused. What part of the world are cargo shorts acceptable? (laughs) When and where they should be worn? Not cargo pants. Not cargo pants are completely out. They're done. We're officially saying it now. Cargo pants, no. Yes. I guess unless you're like a painter. I don't know. Is that what they're like? Maybe. Maybe. You put some brushes in there? I I don't (laughs) know. Kind of. Are you filming a movie and this is how your painter looks in the movie? I don't know if actual painters wear it, but perhaps if there's anyone out there who listens to us who is a painter, please let us know if you wear cargo pants. All right. But uh, the big thing is two two things happened here. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really talk about it last week is that we, we crossed over into the 2000 Twitterer. Twitter follower, yeah. Twitterer, Twitterer, Twitter follower world. Sure. Which we love the Twitter as evidenced by the lack of followers we have on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much only tweet and go, oh, should we do something over here? And for the record, I, I personally prefer, always prefer Twitter over the other. Yeah, me forms. too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is, this, is, this is why, clearly, because we love the engagement, especially with the Diz Twitter universe. Indeed. Uh, um, but we hit 2000, and you know this cargo shorts discussion was kind of coming to a head. And uh, this led to a lot of people posting a lot of pictures of different types of <laughs> pocketed pants and short shorts and sure. new fashions. And I, I can't even, I can't keep straight who no. sent pictures of what and where. Yeah. Some of them were alarming. Yes. And at some point, I, I, you know, 
I, I want to say this, and I said yeah. it a couple of weeks ago. This is Samantha Monorail on yeah. the morning monorail. And, and I know they're taking this side of they want to be the heels, they want to be the villains. <laughs> And uh, like, do they? Are they the villains? Are we the villains? Who's the villains? They think they're they're the villains for us. They're the villains for us. I see. Mm -hmm. And I know this is just building towards switcheroos (laughs) could do to Disney Mania. Sure. Right. It's like it's it's all it's it's coming to a head. It's like a you know a six month long built right to a crescendo. Sure. Main event match. Right. It's 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 uh, the mania weekend, isn't it? It's yeah, for, it, just, it just happened. For, yeah. This is a Monday. It's a big holiday I, weekend yes, for it was, you. It was a it was a long seven and a half hours yesterday. <laughs> this is Monday. <laughs> Sunday was uh, twelve thirty, going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Samantha Monorail, she she's a stirrer of the pot, mm-hmm. and a little bit of you know the antagonist. <laughs> if we want to talk about villains and heels and things of right. that nature, sure. And, I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. I, I assume I'm always the heel, so I don't know how. I, I feel like the Miz in this right. scenario. Oh, uh-huh. Your favorite. Your favorite is the I, Miz. Don't, my favorite. don't <laughs> Listen, me and the Miz go way back to the real world. So, you know, I honestly don't know much about him at this point. I see some things here and there, but me and the Miz, real world Boston, take two. All the Mrs. way. Mrs. Mrs. Uh, I am not. Today I may have been. I've seen an episode, but okay. Uh, so no real world, New Orleans, and then real, not New real Orleans. World. He was in Boston. Take two, Boston. Boston. The second uh, Boston. Oh, fact checking. Hold on. Fact-checking. You keep going on your rants, right. and I'll. And, I'll and the real world road rules challenge. But let me tell you about the Samantha right. Monterey. Yeah. <laughs> she says something along the lines about like she gives me some suggestions for new styles of short pants to wear because she's the jorts you know the denim jean yeah. shorts mm-hmm. whatever obviously got a, also a very rapid response from our listeners yes uh i'm well, gladly because no one should be wearing those i'm very comfortable they, i find them like very it's a comfort for me like but i'll gladly shoes. switch out the denim shorts for cargo shorts this summer if i have to but so she sent some pictures and then I said, there's no way I'm wearing, and one of them was a picture of Lederhosen. Right. Yep. So I said, I would gladly, gladly, gladly. I didn't say gladly. gladly. No, I don't think. I would were. never yeah. wear, I have friends who wear Lederhosen. I'm not going to go. Like into. for fun? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> I would say that I would never wear Lederhosen. I said, unless something like big was to happen, say, that Dillo's Diz got 3,000 followers on Twitter by May 1st. Now, I said this knowing there's no chance. Right. There's no way. No. We've clawed our way to 2,000. We had- Who are we, Disney Gratitude? It takes us a lot of time (laughs) to get our numbers. We had 168 followers on Twitter for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And then it, they would unfollow us and then have to follow back again. It, it was a whole mess. It was a, it was a whole little, we had a court. Our yeah. 160, it was yes. on again, off again. Right. It was like, you know, the old fallback with we our- We had proposals with them. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was very weird. Will, will, you, will you still be my Twitter <laughs> follower? Um, but we digress. You know, to say that we're going to get 40 followers a day. Right. Between now and May 1st. 
in their way. Right. Like, I'm, it's a sure thing. This was a shoo-in. Wow. Samantha Monorail with her antagonistic, <laughs> newly villainized, heelish nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Challenge accepted, she yeah. says. <laughs> and suddenly, the morning monorail team is off and running. Yes. In, in this part of the, be- of the, of the, of the feud toward, right. it's a feud, quote-unquote feud, sure. towards uh, Switcheroo Skidoo 2 Disney Mania. Mm-hmm. I don't like the name Disney Mania. No. We're going to have to call it something. I think it'll probably be Switcheroo Skidoo Lederhosen. I don't know. I'll work on it. It's a working title. I'll work on it. (laughs) Lederhosen takes World Showcase. I don't know. So at the end of their episode, they did mention uh, the the campaign starting to get us, Dillo's Dids, to 3,000 followers by May 1st because we did hammer out. The nego- it was negotiations on directly on Twitter. Yes. Our good friend, WDW Jedi Master, at WDW Jedi Master, a.k.a. Drunk Stormtrooper. The Drunk Stormtrooper. The Drunk Stormtrooper who lives in Walt Disney World. I got to say <laughs> it this time around. <laughs> he offered to buddy up with me, yeah. comrades and Lederhosen. Yeah. I think that's crossing over like the Berlin Wall, wall by wall. Oof. The Berlin Wall. That, you know what? I you, you said something earlier, very Yorka esque. You know why? Because it's after ten. It's after ten p.m. Do you <laughs> know where true. your children are? Yeah. The New York accents are out and yeah. running, and we're worked up today. I'm so, I'm working on mine. I'm holding mine back. So the Berlin Wall, comrades Ooh. and leader hosts, and we're bringing the Russians. I, I, well, the Berlin Wall is all Germany, so it's not even. I don't Russian. know, and I don't I don't retain anything from school. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So long story short, Drunk Stormtrooper <laughs> said that he would join me in Lederhosen, and we agreed that we would begin in the Germany Pavilion in Epcot, right? In Lederhosen, and photo shoot included. Basically, make our way to the International Gateway. Sure. Where we had at long last, after multiple videos posted at WDW Jedi Master on Twitter, yeah. uh, where he. He longingly <laughs> calls for me on the boardwalk at night. Right, right. We will finally have, should we get 3,000 followers on Twitter by May 1st? Sure. Our board, boardwalk, I'm throwing it in New York now. Sure, Our yeah. boardwalk evening stroll. All right. Under the night sky on Crescent right. Lake there right. with the beach club mm-hmm. and the yacht club. It's a beautiful scene. And, and the lighthouse and the bo- friendship boats sailing back and forth. The horns going off. Yes. <laughs> Music sound, to our ears. The sound of the test of strength bell hitting. <laughs> I'll be in jelly rolls. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the deal. That was a long way to get to this. 3,000 right. followers at Delos Diz on Twitter by May 1st. Me, Frank, in Lederhosen with Drunk Stormtrooper <laughs> at a date to be determined. Oof. Hopefully not August. Just because <laughs> I don't need leader who's in like leather. What are they? I don't even. You don't even know what they. Why don't, don't you ask that. your friends? Listen, right. I'm not judging. Listen, I need to go back to the Miz for a second because I okay. checked in real time. Excellent. Yes. And because him and I go so way back, I clearly don't have my facts straight. He was on the real world back to New York, not the second. But there are two Bostons, I think, and there were two New Yorks. And he was back to New York in 2001. What is happening? <laughs> well, how old am I? Really? He wasn't in the New Orleans cast? I thought for sure he was in the New Orleans no. cast. 
I knew that was definitely them. One of the girls, I will name one of the cast members of New Orleans. <laughs> Ready? I, I only know one name in a New Orleans cast. So pull it up at this time. Uh-huh. And I really thought The Miz was in this cast. Uh-huh. But there was, there was a girl. Oh, I already know. If you're going to say the same person, I'm thinking, go ahead. You want to say it together? Say no, it together. Go, no, go right, ahead. You got to say it together. No. You can't look it up. Uh, well, you told me to bring it up. I'll say the girl's name. Just, just say it. Her name is Julie. Yeah, see, I got you. See, yeah, and there's another New Orleans. Uh, I'm not talking about the New Orleans too. You're right about the Julie. I know who you're talking about now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I thought, thought the Miz and Julie were on the same. They weren't. No, though. maybe they were on a uh, challenge of sorts because then <laughs> Road Rules went away. Road Rules was my jam, and they took it away from me. And they just made challenges, and they still make challenges. And then they bring on people that were never on the real world of Road Rules. How is it the real world? I don't think they call it that anymore. Anyway, I think it's just a challenge because some of these people aren't even there. Anyway, side note, I thought you were going to bring up Kelly from New Orleans because she married Scott Wolf. I don't know who that is. I know who Scott Wolf is. I don't know oh. who Kelly is. Kelly was on The Real World New Orleans, and she married Scott Wolf. What was the name of the girl like three kids. on the Seattle cast who left? <laughs> Lindsay was the redhead. Irene? Ooh, hold on. I got to catch you myself because- Family, everybody, we're doing a, a real world quiz here live <laughs> as it happens. On I think Thursday if with the I just, if it's- Irene, I'm gonna be so excited. Bye bye. Don't ask me about wars again. Don't don't go to social studies. <laughs> ask me about real world cast members. So about that Berlin Wall. Ooh, again, we should we've right. said this on the podcast before while Jen looks this up, but on her uh, history final, she quoted Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire by sure saying while the Ayatollah was in Iran, Russians were in Afghanistan. Second highest score on a regents exam. Those outside. Personal, personal, personal highest score. Right, right, right. No, not like ever. What? Get out of here. Personal, second highest. My first highest, Spanish. (laughs) Anyway, and and people outside of New York may not know regents exams. They're like insane finals. You could get a degree, a regents degree, and you know what it does for you? Nothing. Nothing. That's what it does. I don't have one. Do you have one? I have one. Yes, I do. I, I do not. There. And look, we're both sitting here on this podcast, aren't we? So you don't need it. You Kids. know what I do to suffer through those regents exams? Oh, my God. The worst. They were the worst. Advanced classes. Thanks I a ha- lot, New York State regents. Oh, that's great for you and your advanced classes. I, on the <laughs> other hand, were taking some over the summer because it didn't go so well the first time around. We are revealing too much information about me today, so I would like to back check myself. Irene, it was Irene. Ding, 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 ding. We hey. should pull the uh, Dillo's is my favorite thing about Disney Park right <laughs> yes. there for that, correct? Do it! <laughs> what are we talking about? What? <laughs> what well, here we are today because I don't know if you all know Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz is a salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney World or to Disney kids getting old. Right. I don't know. There's new listeners. I feel like I have to throw that in once. Oh, time okay. Because I thought we talked about Universal last week, and I was like, "Wait, are we talking about a different theme park again this week?" I didn't no. know it was on the. No, end. we're done. We're done. Not that we have an agenda, but um, until we get to Sesame Place with Mel Dale again, I think we're out. Loves it there. <laughs> he loves. He loved the Sesame Place. He did. Do you have the? I mean, you would have to put like the little drunk stormtrooper emoticon on Mrs. Dillo's face. But do we have a picture of? Fact checker Mel Dale riding the coaster oh. at Sesame Place. We Mr. might. I, I don't know if we have something that close, though. Mm, true. 
But we do have fact checker Meldell in Sesame Place with Big Bird. He, he took pics with all the characters. So, I mean, we could make a whole album. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be delighted by that. Yes. Okay. Can we get to business here? And we have business to discuss. I mean, we had been, you know, cheating towards like a Wednesday recording, a Tuesday recording, because too many things have, are happening during the week. And That's by the true. time we get to theme park Thursday releasing, everything is out of date. Yeah. So, uh, but here we are on a Monday night, and lo and behold, this afternoon, uh, they released this news about are we even calling it Future World in Epcot anymore? <sighs> or should we just call it? festival center like that's it like epcot center well he got rid of the center now bring back the center and remove epcot and put in festival just call it festival center festival center forever you know i was uh on board with the changes uh i was very positive about them i agreed with everything i uh was all in and then today happened if you if you if you been in the dark a little bit the past three days and rely on theme park Thursday for your Disney. <laughs> oh, I'm news. sorry. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, we apologize for yeah. talking about Lederhosen for yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, right. But if you haven't heard, uh, some some footage, some pictures have been released about uh, what is coming to uh, what we're calling still Future World because they're uh, Innoventions West. West, mm-hmm. East, or Jen worked, you worked in West. West. Mm-hmm. Uh, is being demolished. So Club Cool's going away. The character spot, all the things over there, that's going away. Uh, parts of East are going away. But uh, now it's been revealed that where the Fountain of Nations in the center of Future World currently resides, there's going to be, wait for it, because God knows we need a place to drink in Epcot. <laughs> We're going to put a beer garden right smack dab in the middle of Future World. Because that's the future, everybody. The future is beer gardens. Take a breath. Okay, just take thanks. A breath. Right. Just, just take a breath. Because, because first of all, there are a lot of people excited, including our good friend Drunk Stormtrooper, about this beer garden. Beer gardens are fun. We love us some beer gardens here in New York. I got a, I got a couple here in Astoria that yeah. I attend all the time. They're awesome. Love them. That I feel it like in uh, Germany. Did they not like kind of carve out a little beer garden esque area, especially during food and wine? Mm-hmm. But, but to take away the fountain, where you already kind of manipulated the fountain in front of Spaceship Earth already. Well, the discussion has been with the whole monuments going away that that fountain will be reconfigured, as it were. Mm-hmm. The fountain that when I would leave work. Here we go. There it was, greeting me at the end of the night when I would come into work during the day, and the ba na na da na, and the music is playing. Dad, more music. Do it. Do it. Do the music. Do it. Do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite loops, and the the fountain is going, and and then and then it does the music starts, and and the water goes crazy, and it's a whole thing, and it draws everyone in. Who stops anymore just to watch water dance? No one. Nowhere else except in Epcot. We're all too busy looking at our My Disney Experience app to be looking at the fountain while it plays the score from the Rocketeer. I'm not. Oh, you just hurt Mel Dale on that one. Well, I'm I not. Don't mean to hurt him. No, I'm I mean, but, but it's been, now it's the realization. Yeah. Nah. 
that's the best part is, is that Rocketeer, you know, Mel Dale has said on this podcast that the Rocketeer is the greatest movie score there is. Hey, it is a fantastic movie score. Don't get me wrong. And maybe in terms of like superhero scores, maybe the best there is come at us with that. Maybe that'll be a hot topic this week, mm-hmm. but uh, it is most closely associated right now with uh, the fountain of nations there in the center of future world. And you're going to take that away from us beer garden how about putting that over by the odyssey restaurant yeah what's that doing what's what's the odyssey doing how about in the in the middle of uh you know where mexico between mexico and canada right in the center where the two gift shops are how about a beer garden right there overlooking the world showcase lagoon that would be lovely you're not you're not bringing out the character caravan anymore so kids can enjoy their childhood and dance with the characters like we did where everybody gets along, one world. Oh, see, we should be all getting along and supporting <laughs> this. Yeah, that was classic oh, 1987 caravan meet and greet right in the middle of the World Showcase Plaza. It's a beautiful spot. And at night, how good would that be during the new fireworks? Whatever Epcot. will be after Epcot Forever, which will be the better one of whatever will come next. Go ahead, go ahead, put that Rocketeer score in there now because the Fountain of Nations is going away. So put it in the old Epcot Forever show. I'm just saying, maybe the beer garden is not thematically fit what we envisioned for the new future world to be. No, you drink at Epcot, you drink in World Showcase, you drink around the world. That's that's the thing. You don't drink it like you don't just sit in the middle of future. You're just sitting in the middle of future world, and it's probably not even future world anymore, like you're saying. But like, what is that? No, no, no. This is a no. So you might not want to go to D23 anymore in August because they're probably going to reveal what the new name of future world is going to be. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to suggest any fear and panic to be held. had amongst the Twitter community, but I think we should prepare for future worlds to go the way of the past. Hashtag always future worlds. That's what it becomes. I'm not calling that anything except future worlds. Yeah, that's not going to be anything but future worlds. Information just came out to like a few hours before. Yeah. It's fresh. And it, we but haven't at, settled. In but at least, at least the handprints are still in front of the oh, Chinese theater. Uh, there you what was that? They're they're going away. They they've removed the handprints. <clears throat> hashtag always MGM in front of the Chinese theater. So 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 are you? Why don't you just knock down the Chinese theater? Why is that even still there? Knock it down. You're putting in your new little Mickey and Minnie ride in there anyway. So knock it down. Get rid of all traces of what MGM used to be, because that's what you're doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you mean, oh, you mean, runaway hashtag runaway Mickey, which won't even be open in time for the thirtieth anniversary. I couldn't comment on Twitter because I was okay with it. Pull that construction crew from runaway <laughs> Mickey. Galaxy's Edge opens on August 29th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We just need all resources over there, all hands on deck, because we don't got time to open two different things in that park. This gives me hope that there's time to change the animation on the ride between now and 2020. Oh, that's not going to happen. That that part, part. But what if they just bring back the movie ride and just just bring it all back? It's been a tough couple of days. But you know yeah. what? We're, we're getting closer to the gondolas opening. 
they were they were putting some people on people some people were going on the gondolas today i saw in video they were putting some cast members on there doing a little test running (laughs) jen rolls her eyes on the audio podcast more power to them listen i saw a video over the weekend of the gondolas being tested at pop over the water (laughs) 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 if there are gondolas i will not be going on ever because i've said i will probably go on them at some point these gondolas over water get out of here i'm not doing that first of all they're pretty low to the water too so right away i'm already a little plus these waters in disney Proven to be questionable, but I, I, I would, I think, you know, the Dillos have a lot of crazy dreams, and <laughs> psychologists could probably analyze these dreams uh-huh. for days. Uh, I have a lot of water dreams, you know, a lot of nightmares centered around just trapped in water. I think just myself breaking through. Anyway, so I, <laughs> so the idea of being in a bucket without breathing air. I mean, air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you can breathe in them. It's <laughs> suspended over water, just hanging from a cord. What am I, bungee jumping? Get out of here. I'm not, I'm not going on those. Those I will never go on. Ever. But what if you're staying in Papa or our, like you're gonna... Then I'll get in my rental car and I'll go drive somewhere. I'll get on the bus if I have to and go take it somewhere. I am not getting on the gondolas. I mean, it's awfully low to the lake. It's very low. And I don't, have you ever, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever stepped foot in any of the, like, you know, the beach at the Polynesian, the beach at the beach club? Right. Have you ever dipped your toe, as it were, no. into? <laughs> no. Listen, I have been on these beaches. I've gotten close to the water. I have rode the speed boats. Right, uh, we have, yes. Sure. Have I been in the water? Absolutely not. And in recent years, you have even more reason to never go in those waters. Right. I mean, definitely not now. But yes. And and alligators are show show up on Splash Mountain. I, I mean, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They don't so have they, all, they don't have that under control. It's one of the great YouTube videos out there, the alligator yeah. on Splash Mountain. My goodness. <laughs> I'm sure the gondola the gondola is gonna be opening by May first. I am so so much with my Long Island accent today. I can't stand myself right now. Yeah, it's like, it's like have you been drinking? I, right, that's what it sounds like. Right, because I, I think if you've been drinking, it comes out. Or like if you have a cold, you're sick. Yeah. You don't sound sick. You've no. sound more nasal on other passages. I might be dehydrated though, which is similar oh, to the I've been drinking. You end yeah. up like me last week. Waking up I feel like this. I have not drank a lot of fluids. Right. Today besides coffee. Well, it was 73 degrees outside. Who well, saw that true. coming? Yeah, oh, here we are. Well, you know, you went to the beach yourself yesterday. I sure did. Mm-hmm. It was sixty. It was sixty degrees. You're at the beach. Beach, beautiful day. <laughs> no, no breeze. Even it was like hot there. It's crazy. Seventy three today. What is that? I was outside most of the day. Still All right. A tan, but you know. we're going to try to ease out of. Uh, I'm not going to call it negativity per se. Of the so last couple of stories, they sounded a little angry in recent minutes. I mean, I was just that we don't approve. We don't like change. No, for our new listeners, <laughs> we don't do change here. We're not, and you know, I know there's a lot of chatter out there in the Diz Twitter community, like, oh, here goes Diz Twitter getting crazy, and like, it's just our nostalgia 
comes mm-hmm. out when we get passionate mm-hmm. about decisions being made. And so does our Long Island accents. Yeah, there's some of us. We didn't really touch on the uh, the restrictions of the smoking areas and the stroller restrictions that they, the the new rules, as it were. That came into play. Both of us are not smokers. The smoking areas that were designated the last, I'm sure it's like going on like 15 years now or whatever, but, uh, you know, we're always in awkward places. (laughs) It just almost, almost like made it seem more odd that these smoking areas were where they were. Yeah. Um, And now they're going outside the parks, but uh, the stroller restrictions, since both of us are parents, Mm -hmm. we thought were very interesting Then you're the one who threw this in the mix, so I'm going to turn it over to you to comment. Yeah, I don't have uh, all the details. Everyone can look up the exact size and restrictions because I went right away to check the sizing because I have a horizontal type double stroller. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a little concerned about that, but it fits, so I'm good. So, I mean, I have been in Disney after fireworks, trying to get out of the park, cutting through the Emporium, what have you, mm-hmm. and have heard non-parents behind me going, they should get rid of strollers in the park. <laughs> now listen, <laughs> let's uh, go a little far. First of all, Disney strollers, back in my day, when mm-hmm. I would enjoy a ride in the Disney stroller. Until the age of seven. <laughs> I, would, I would do it now if I could. <sighs> Those strollers were just sturdy, metal, Plastic, mm-hmm. plasticky type seats. A safe ride. Sure, totally. Um, and when you went over the bridge into Adventureland, you just, uh, you just feel the shaking of your brain happening. Those were the good old days. And now they have these monstrosity of strollers that they sort of took like the jogging stroller and I don't even know what a bucket and just sort of put it together. I mean, they're huge. <laughs> Those Disney rental strollers are so big. And the doubles, I mean, are even bigger. It's crazy. Um, I've never actually. <laughs> Here's this stroller. It's the cross between a stroller, and a jogging stroller, and a bucket. Yeah. I, I've this never one is a barrel that. and a unicycle. <laughs> I enjoy. So, I mean, and whatever floats your boat. But so I get that they do need to restrict. You get more and more people coming to the parks, and you you have families you know back in our day too i mean not that kids weren't closer in age but we're very far apart in age I mean, about 20 years between us <laughs> seven so, and a half years apart so we uh you know my kids are two and a half years apart you i think there's a lot more families that have kid multiple kids around the same age so they're all tiny and you need the bigger strollers now so i get that you got to put some sort of restriction on it um and i feel like i don't think it's going to stop people i don't think it'll prevent people uh, but it's good that if people are because to me my stroller is pretty wide i mean it fits through the doorways and everything so i I know it's not crazy wide but if their strollers wider than that yeah i mean i think that's a little too big as is usually the case here on Theme Park Thursday with Delos Diz, we don't really do our complete research, so I'm sure this answer exists somewhere, fact check or mail down. Yeah. Uh, but 
Disney rents out these like Cinderella coaches now. Oh yeah. Rollers now. Like where does that fall in, in the program? That's okay because you're spending $65 or whatever it is. An hour. Oh. <laughs> it's like a crazy amount. Have you seen how much those cost? It's a lot of money. I know it is. I don't know why I threw out that $65 number. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's $65. I don't know. I but you know, I will say personally, my kid, doesn't really like to the three-year-old doesn't like to be in the stroller all right much. Mm-hmm. so the stroller is really just to hold the stuff i don't want to carry right uh rather than her so like i you know i think there's also that point of it where mm-hmm. it, it, it becomes more of it's holding the, the parents the, the family stuff, stuff mm-hmm. than it is uh, for the child so these kind of you know speaking of caravans these omnibuses of you know double decker stroller devices right. yeah. mm-hmm. are uh, are going by the wayside understandably you know just you know just have a basic stroller everybody right and yeah. i don't know, it's just i mean of- but i'm I, i'm about them if you can get them in like at the end of the day if you can bribe them with something to strap them in there you can get out of those parks so much faster because the people who are annoyed because they're behind a lot of strollers you're going to be so much more annoyed if my kid is tired at the end of the day and I'm just dragging them out of the park because yeah. it's going to be a lot slower. They're going to be flailing everything. It's going to be, it's going to be madness. Yeah. I, I, the last trip I took in December with three-year-old, uh, which was me and the three-year-old and mama and Papa Dillo, like yeah. I'm pretty sure like mama Dillo pushed the empty stroller with our stuff. Sure. And I was just lugging the three-year-old when she wasn't running around like a maniac. Right. Which, of course, is why Papa Dillo no longer wants to go to the theme parks. Ooh, you just said longer. Who are you? What is going <laughs> on today? Longer. I know. I, w- I didn't bring my water over here. Or something. <laughs> water? I have to say water so I don't say water. Oh, that's uh, funny. Uh, going back, I did another real-time fact check. The Cinderella stroller, uh, two ninety nine For the day? I believe so, yeah. what it's 2.99 for the day yeah it um it's presented at the guest hotel resort with an official red carpet unveiling oh my god uh play some music there's a red rose uh i I believe it's for the day i don't think it's for the entire trip i remember it being like the mice turned into horses it's amazing right um i just got that info from a travel and leisure.com by the way let me I don't want to be quoting things and not saying. <laughs> <laughs> what is this episode? Hey, so. Every Bo- episode I say that. Yeah. Uh, Bo Peep is coming back to do character meet and greets. Now, this is probably the first time since I was a cast member. I was going to ask <laughs> if she was around in the beginning. Because here's the thing with all, 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 all of the Toy Story uh, characters in their original form uh, as it related to the theme parks. Buzz and Woody and all their friends were only designed for parade only. They were never to be with meet and greets. It was not the idea that they were going to be all that popular to do meet and greets. Uh, Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so by <laughs> so by that the Toy Story came out in November of '95. By that January, and they all decided to do you know all hashtag always MGM decided to do Toy Story weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo Peep then became one of the meet and greet characters. Now Bo Peep's skirt 
was very fragile as mm-hmm. in the trade. Uh, so it made for a very delicate meet and greets. And but they somehow managed to keep up those meet and greets for at least two years after. Because I can, I can vividly think about the summer of 97 when the Toy Story Parade ended and the Hercules Zero to Hero Victory Parade began. Uh, they did this uh, show on opera, uh, they called Operation Toy Story on New York Street. And so when the show wasn't going on, then Buzz and Woody and Bo Peep and maybe Rocky Gibraltar did uh, the meet and greets there with, you know, patrolling Green Army men. So uh, I would say since then, you know, the 97, 98 range, I would be, and I'm talking like, regular theme park day meet and greets that might be a hard fact check for mel dale as how mm-hmm. long both people did meet and greets for maybe it went into when toy story 2 came out in 99 possibly right. right and she seems like she's going to have a bigger role in toy story 4 well people are going nuts because yeah. they're so worried that she's going <laughs> to be the villain she's going to be revealed that super secret arch enemy villain uh-huh. is like you know the villain behind the villain because they think that little girl doll thing is the villain i forget her name it's right like gabby gabbles or something like that and then just making making stuff up yeah, just... i just made that up i think it's gabby though and then uh they fear fear that bill peep is actually like behind it all and eh, you know these toy story trailers don't believe everything you watch right right yeah, I'm I'm excited for another another Toy Story character though to pop up for the yeah. pictures and the whatnot. Mm-hmm. Especially if she's going to be a bigger uh, focus. This I mean, I'm just you know because the more it's, we're closing, it's ten months now for Toy Story Land. I went from you know I first visited on a very hot August afternoon when my child had not napped. Right. Uh, went from kind of like right, it kind of met my expectations to like now being far more invested in mm-hmm. that area than I was before. Um, so I'm more excited in the expansion of Toy Story Land and, and more character meet and greets getting involved. Because I think the one thing I find really awkward right now about Toy Story Land is the meet and greets and how they're placed. And right. Come around the corner. There's Buzz with a weird line. And then, and then Jesse and Woody are over by the Toy Story Mania entrance with an awkward line. It's just mm-hmm. a lot of people standing around in lines, you know, uh, I'm hoping that one of the first expansions is for a good meet and greet area. For Toy yeah, Story. yeah, that's true. And I feel like they should also have more Toy Story. Ca- I mean, you're in Toy Story Land. There should be yeah. more of them out there. Did you see the story about uh, how they're using Don Rickles' voice for Mr. Potato Head? Yeah, mm-hmm. that he that's had pretty all cool. this archived footage uh, recording. Yeah, so, not really surprising. I, I really would have thought they had recorded a lot of his stuff well in advance. Is I wouldn't, I thought, I, you know, I think they did it with Big Bird and maybe we, we know somebody who no, might, be we might know somebody because mm-hmm. now Big Bird has just a new voice and it's, you know, it's like when Jim Henson died. I'm like, right. I don't know <laughs> what to do with this Big Bird voice. I don't yeah. know what's happening. Um, and, uh, but I think for a long time, Carol Spinney, who is the voice of, does the voice of, uh, does, did Big Bird and Oscar de Grouch. He is Big Bird. Uh, right. He did uh, like loads and loads of recordings in order mm-hmm. to like keep uh, fresh material out there right, for right. the Sesame Workshop as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but now clearly, I don't know who, I don't know who you are, Yellow Bird, but you yeah. don't sound like Big Bird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you excited 
that Kristen Chenoweth is going to be Chenoweth, Chenoweth, Chenoweth is going to be in Hallmark movies this Christmas. Oh, I hadn't heard that. You haven't, what? This is new information. This is new information. Yeah. Yeah. We Where know. was the uh, tag for me in that article on the FBs? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were already tagged. <laughs> but uh, Aunt Becky out. Kristen Chenoweth within. Well, that's what happens. And uh, are you are you excited for this? It's gonna be like fifty four movies this year. I think. They I mean, I'm always excited for that, but you know, I'm. It's just getting warm, so I'm not ready for Christmas yet. Oh yeah, you're not ready for Christmas yet. No. But don't you know that as of today that we are recording the very merry Christmas parties? No. The tickets are available. You can <sighs> buy them today. But it's, it's April. It's the beginning of April. It's the beginning of April. Christmas was what four months ago. Can they at least What's... go in order? Can they at least like because right. the scary, very merry, the Mickey, very scary, merry, scary, the villain, happens. Mickey, old, 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 <laughs> saying things. Maybe I have been drinking today. I don't I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, perhaps uh, Mickey's very merry. I mean, <laughs> not so scary. <laughs> now you're confusing me. Mickey's not so scary has been on sale for a while. We just weren't paying attention. That's true. I, we will need a fact check on that as yeah. well, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I just, it just, it happened all so fast. And, yeah. and I'm sure it's because people are like, well, I'm definitely going to Galaxy's Edge at Christmas time because I want to see the parks at the holidays. And uh, so I'll need very merry Christmas party tickets, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But um, I don't know when or if uh, I will ever get to a very merry Christmas party again. Do you think you see yourself going there? In yeah, your, in, I, I think I got to do the Halloween and, and Christmas Both of them. at some point. With, yeah. for, for the kids. For the kids, you know. And before they get like too big for it, even though they can probably still enjoy it, but like I would say in the next, uh, I don't know, whenever I have money. Um, that's what that's called. That that time frame is uh, uh, whenever I have money. Yeah, it's, it's going on 30 years since I think we attended one. I think 89 was the last time. So, just putting that out there. Um, but this all goes with the whole like planning everything. Like, you got to plan your hotel. Obviously, your hotel. Your every single meal you're eating, every ride you're going on, what time you're doing everything. And this just adds to that. And I get it. I mean, people have to plan so far in advance to do, especially if like this is your first Disney trip or whatever it is. You want to make sure you do everything and Disney knows that. So they're going to make sure they get those tickets rolling ASAP. So in closing here, oh. is it closing time? I don't uh, know. Closing time. You know, who was talking about closing time? Is that drunk stormtrooper? He was, he's getting rid of his uh, Crocs. His right. Crocs. And I was looking for a good closing time gift. Why don't that, why doesn't it exist? Where is it? I was all, I'm like searching everywhere for a good closing time gift. Couldn't find one. I gave up. Yeah. I'm all about the gifts, and I, I put a lot of work into them. A lot of thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. Is it so much easier to reply in gifts than yes. try to be witty yourself? I'm like, you want to know the face I just made? Here it is. Mm-hmm. This person just did it instead in the office. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> That's exactly how I look at this moment. So why not gif it? Someone, someone explained. I, 
gifts and emoticons to me. This is all going back a little bit before I before so I, I started gifting myself this morning. <laughs> I don't know how long ago, it was. <laughs> but before I even started gifting, perhaps because I do enjoy the gifting. Sure. And you know, uh, people have a debate about the GIF versus GIF. Yeah, is it? It's GIF though. It's not GIF. It's not peanut butter. That's what I'm saying. Go on. Yeah, you know where you can put a jar of GIF in your cargo shorts. That's where you can put it. <laughs> anyway. What's that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to keep it clean because we're back to Disney this week and away from Universal. Uh, uh, <laughs> ouch. Anywho. <laughs> What was I saying? Uh, Gifts and emojis. That uh, someone was explaining that uh, that we're actually reverting back to, you know, communication of cavemen because instead of like the hieroglyphics and the cave drawings and all that, we have, you know, we have this new language of emoticons and gifts. So it's closing time. Mm-hmm. Here on Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Days. And you know, uh, one of the things that really surprised us last week was discovering that the all new Mickey Mouse Club, which is experiencing its 30th anniversary, having a big event next month in Orlando. They're doing a big event in Epcot. They're going to be at MegaCon. It's going to be a whole weekend. Which ones are we going to? <laughs> I want to go to all of them and I can't. Um, but the big discovery was that and i legit thought this for 30 years that the mickey mouse club debuted in may of 1989 when it in fact debuted on april 24th all right 1989 so here we are it's gonna be april 11th so we we, we gotta kind of start doing the whole 30th anniversary thing yeah i think it's time that we finally get together the live watching yeah episodes Mm -hmm. we've been putting up some videos here and there we wish damon a happy birthday on saturday i'm not saying that damon was my favorite because tiffany was clearly my favorite by a long shot like a like like i probably was unable to date people until a couple of years because nobody was meeting Tiffany's standards, but, uh, that's a big confession. Uh, can I just try (laughs) in for a second? Um, I was, I brought up some, I brought up some party videos on the YouTube this Mm -hmm. weekend to a little rabbit hole. Uh, and I think I'm sure I thought this back then, but to me, Damon, in let's say like the summertime video, Sure. is very Brandon Walsh. Mm. And I feel like, you know, Brandon was your boy. Mm-hmm. Damon was your boy. You know, I, I mean, I think there's a whole connection to your uh, 90s life. For, between, yeah, I mean, well, clearly, you know, we're, they're all influencing one another. Sure. Like the whole Saved by the Bell, yeah. 90210, all, you know, I think all new Mickey Mouse Club does not get enough of a, a, a good rap on being influential, Yeah, in, you know, for teenagers in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Damon, for me, you know, was a, yeah. you know, an Italian kid wearing a Mickey Mouse Club varsity jacket. Sure. Like... I had to see myself through his, yeah. you know, I was living vicariously, but clearly Tiffany, it was one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, and then when we watch, when we do the live watch, finally, a specific mm-hmm. episode, I will point to a specific moment. I will say no one could match. There was no one in my high school as a, like, let's say a ninth grader at that time. Uh-huh. 
that the one moment of Tiffany was like, <laughs> there was not anybody that could match that one moment. Was she, did she just have a big smile? <laughs> it was a smile. Because that's the route you went song. down after that. So <laughs> big smiles drew you in. All right. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> uh, but we have never met. Uh, I, have to, I have to think about this. I'm so going through with all the cast. Have I ever met anyone in the cast of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club in all the years? I've met production people. I think people who were. I feel, did, you didn't meet uh, Lindsay or Jennifer. I feel like there's a story. I knew there. somebody who was friends with Jennifer. Mm, That's correct. Okay. I feel and, like there was at, at UCF, there was someone who was close with Jennifer. Right. Uh, and then there was, but there was the one time that me, I mean, I kind of stalked Fred Newman, who was the host. Of the all new Mickey Mouse Club, um, from at least the first, yeah, all the seasons except the last one, uh, at the Beach Club. I don't know if he's with his family at the Beach Club, but he was dining with his. But it was clearly, and I got a little bit glimpses on video of of Fred uh, walking around the Beach Club. And you know it was Fred, right? Well, and he, well, yeah, because I saw yeah. him. I mean, but I did, the video. I don't have like a clear face shot on the. Oh. Video. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But at the time, like he was doing all the, he, like did the voices of the couple of weasels and who you, kind of Roger Rabbit. You heard his, uh, you heard his voice, did you? As you were? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So let's review. Uh, you did not see his face. You did not hear his voice. It was a man you were stalking by following through the beach. He was club pushing a stroller. Pushing a stroller through the beach club. You don't know that it was actually Fred Newman. All right. Uh, so this is the thing. I, you're saying I did not see his face. I did not get did he capture video of his face. Let's be right. I did see his face. Did you, or have you just created that at this point? Looking back, that is not that is not a bit of revisionist history. That is an actual fact. <laughs> and 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 the child in the stroller because. I may have done some uh, mm. online stalking mm -hmm. since then. Mm -hmm. Lines up with the age of one of his children now. You know, uh -huh. like whatever, whatever, how many years? Sure. It, I, I don't know if it was 90 or 90. It was like the one Wasn't of the- Wasn't there a connection to, to her school. too? I feel like there was a connection. I, there might've been somewhere along the lines. But <laughs> I, but, for you, but you were little, you, you, from when you were eight years old, you did not believe. No, I I've never believed. believed. I've never believed, no. Why? I, I, it's clear <laughs> nobody had the head of hair that Fred Newman had. It was like it was. It was a young guy with like pure white. I mean, I guess it was blondish white hair. I don't know. Was it really white? Would you say? Or would you say it was like? Oh, I would have called it white. Yeah, the far side of blonde. Can we bring that? We're going to bring it up on our uh, live watch. That's yeah. going to be one of our because that's our footage, so we can right. you know fully can, live watch that one. We can pull up the. Right. The video of the that. The stalking video. When are we going to do that? Because we started talking about that in January. And yeah. now we're actually going to have. What, uh, what are you doing today? Saturday? Should we just do a Saturday? This Saturday? Yeah. What is this? We might be able to do it this Saturday. Yeah. Maybe we'll... Possibly. And, and we're going to probably just need the entire day. Oh, no, day. I can't do it this Saturday. Oh, what? I can't do it this Saturday. But maybe next Saturday, the Saturday before Easter. Oh, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to be here. This has been our problem for three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have like a good, like, I don't know, 16 hours of Mickey Mouse Club episodes. 
Anyway, so we'll get around to our live watches, including stalking Fred Newman. Is that our greatest, greatest uh, debate ever, do you think? It's whether or not I saw Fred Newman in the beach club when he was at the height of his Mickey Mouse Club, all new Mickey Mouse Club hosting fandom. I mean, I don't know if there's ever been anything else where you've said something and I go, you're a liar. And that (laughs) pretty much do. I think I've always, I've, I've stuck my ground. I've never wavered from not believing you on that. And I, I don't. But there's video evidence, at least from the back angle that suggests. Sure. Suggests. Is there confirmation? Did you have a conversation? Did you beat him? Did you hear his voice? Anything like that happened? No. I mean, I I wasn't going to go bother him. But you were stalking him. Here's what we need. We need uh, to talk to Fred Newman. Mm-hmm. And whether he was to show the, him the video and say, "Hey, yeah. did you have this shirt back in the early '90s?" He would know if that was him. Yeah. He would know if the stroller and the whole situation. He would know if it was him. How do we make this happen? <laughs> He's not on the Twitter. I don't think. Well. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out a way to send him some footage and try to confirm and put an end mm-hmm. to this debate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be a good good podcasting moment here to confirm once and for all that I right. am right that I was right. I had seen Fred Newman. Right. Because that was a thing, because like we saw or you saw. Did I see or did you see? See now <laughs> now I'm really confusing. Uh huh. Who saw Pat Morita from the karate kid? We both did. We both did. Yeah, because we were in uh, the VIP section in Hashtag Always MGM watching fireworks, and he was, like, next to us. Okay. My big toe. You're welcome. (laughs) Who is the Hashtag Always MGM star of the day in the elevator at the beach? I think that was him, too. So I think you saw him in the elevator, and we both saw him at uh, fireworks. Pat Morita was at Hashtag Always MGM all the time. So many people were, and... Beaches always had the pictures on the wall of everyone that because usually they usually stayed there because yeah. you know well because they would put their handprints they would do the handprint ceremony because well. <laughs> you took the pictures off the wall and beaches you're taking the handprints away what is my childhood becoming yeah because it's only you only got four more months to get into beaches and cream uh, meal before it closes for a couple of months for renovation and never looks the same ever again but that's not today is not about beaches and cream what are we going to tell that story about my toe that's a summertime story (laughs) that's got to be an august august 2019 story why were we in the vip section with pat marita watching fireworks due Mm -hmm. to a big toe (laughs) so that's an august that's an august 2019 story all right yeah because i think that yeah Mm -hmm. what year is this it's 2019 so I'm having a bad man. Everyone gets to listen to how old I'm getting on this podcast. And you're having a rough time with your age because it's like your half birthday ish coming up. At the end of this month, I will still be 44. I mean, you'll still be 44, but like you'll be 44 and a half. You're on your way to 45. Hashtag hashtag 44 forever. Forever? Forever? So so here we are, right? We have to plan out when. the the Mickey Mouse Club yeah. viewing. Yeah. Uh, we I think we have to get it in before April 24th, do you not? Um yeah. 
next week is April 18th, which means it is the episode before the all new Mickey Mouse Club 30th anniversary. So that means next next week on the podcast, I think we need to attack our love for the all new Mickey Mouse Club a little bit more because we're building up towards the 30th anniversary of hashtag always MGM. So there's a lot there's a lot happening that I think we're not prepared for. No, we're not prepared at all. But we're never prepared. This is the Improviser's Guide Network, after all. Never prepared. But I feel like there's an, I don't. I want to be able to show my love for these things that have been such a part of my life. And if I can just say, uh, since we're trying to figure out all this scheduling of all these big episodes we need to do, we have had a lot of interaction with the Dis Twitter community and collaborations talked about and who's talking to who and when, and we want to do it all. And we swear we didn't forget about you. Uh, we just need to figure it all out. Because mm-hmm. clearly, as you see, as we think out loud on this podcast, you know, like, like y'all need to be here for that. Uh, it's a little difficult to figure out. So yeah, pretty much this podcast happens in like, you have an hour right now. Okay, let's record. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty much how it goes, which yeah. we love because I don't, I think if we tried to plan it out, we'd be you wouldn't yeah, enjoy no. it nearly as much as hearing us just go off the rails all the time. <laughs> we don't do that. No, no. So next week, I'm going to return another week older. Yeah. So we will see how coherent I am and how much or how little of a New York Long Island accent I will have. It's probably going to be bad. I mean, hopefully, I am a little more awake than I am right now, I guess. I don't know what's happening. Maybe uh, I won't be as worked up about Epcot and the handprints and the, maybe I'll need to tone it back so you can be a happier, positive, less ranty self. I don't think anyone knows you like that, <laughs> including me. <laughs> Until oh, that time. <laughs> I'm cutting it off right now. Until <laughs> that time. <laughs> That's Jen and I'm Frank. This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Dish. 3,000 followers. By May 1st, see me in Lederhosen. Bye-bye. Deuces. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz, featuring Frank Cardillo and Jen Cardillo-Snyder. The theme was composed by Matt Harvey. The intro and outro was performed by Lindsay Zarugian. The Dillo's Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. Give a like to Dillo's Diz on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. You can follow Dillo's Diz on Instagram at Dillo's Diz. Go to our website, Dillo'sDiz.com for updates, blogs, archives, and more. We have a YouTube page. And that YouTube page can be easily accessible at lifeisbutthetheme.com. And we want to give a special shout out to our Twitter followers. We reached 2,000 followers on the Twitter at Dillo's Diz. Thank you so much for all of your support. And keep on listening to Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher. Castbox, Google Play, so many podcasting outlets. We'll see you real soon, and that real soon is next week. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. The Improviser's Guide Network 2019.